Are you in a season of last minute events, last minute inquiries, and last minute tasks? We are too, and I want to chat with you today about what that looks like and how to sustain and avoid burnout. So tune in today's episode all about last minute events, how to get through without just surviving, but hopefully thriving on the other side of this, all right? So get out your notes, join me in this episode one. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. All right, friends, I'm so excited to get into this episode all about last minute events because y'all, it is a season of last minute events and I'm sure you are feeling it as well. I want you to know that we are also, we are swamped with last minute events and being in business for over 10 years now, I have been very in tune with the events industry community and I'm hearing it from literally everyone that they are swamped with last minute events. I'm a board member of WIPA in Dallas, which is the Wedding Industry Professionals Association and I lead our students also and our listeners in our education groups. In addition to just simply being friends with a lot of different connections I've had over the years with planners and photographers and florists and other rental companies. And this is the environment that we live in right now is last minute events and lots of tasks to be able to accomplish those last minute events. And so I want you to know that you are not alone in this and you've got one, a friend in me, a cute toy story, but I am here to cheer you on, to encourage you, and I'm going to help you um, be able to hopefully integrate a few things into your daily life to overcome the adrenaline and stress that comes with these last minute events, okay? So I want you to know and hear me when I say, I get it. I understand because our team is right here alongside you with all the last minute requests and inquiries that are coming in. It's tough to see the light at the end of the tunnel and stay on top of your emails and phone calls coming in. And it's also tough to get to a networking event or foster new connections with other planners or vendors. So I feel it when we have many, 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 many events day in and day out with perhaps not enough staff or inventory to provide. So please hear me when I say, I get it and I am in it with you. And I just want to mention, I am so grateful that you are here listening to this episode in the midst of a very, very busy season. You could be doing so many other things with your time. So I'm grateful that you are here. If you were in business in 2018 and 19 in the events industry, you may remember busy seasons like the one that we are on right now. And like you, you might often reflect on those days. However, these days we have different hurdles such as raised prices, raised team member pay rates, and more quantity of events and their needs, all alongside the very last minute requests that we're getting. If your company was anything like us back in 2018 and 2019, your time frame for booking events used to be somewhere around four weeks to six months out, right? 
Nowadays, I'm going to tell you what our bookings are like, and you might find yourself in the same situation, which booking timeframes have been anywhere from just a handful of days to two to three, maybe even four weeks out from the event days. And yes, every once in a while, we get the request that's anywhere from six months to a year out. However, most of the time, we are getting the bulk of our business booked within days and weeks of the event date happening. And so you might find yourself in a very similar situation. I want to talk to you in this episode about how to overcome this season of last minute to one, avoid burnout and avoid uh, frustration and really trying to live into what our core value is, which is work hard, live well. What that value says, and if you remember, you might go back and listen to our very first episode, episode one, where we talked all about work hard, live well. But this is what it says, and I'm going to talk to you about how to actually do this in a season that's last minute and stressful and full of adrenaline, all right? So what the value says is we work hard, like really, really hard. We are high achievers who do what needs to be done to complete the task at hand. We believe in being present where your feet are. When we're at work, we crush it. We produce big, needle-moving results. And when we're not at work, we live well. We enjoy ourselves and reconnect with our personal values. I want to really focus on this, as I truly believe deep down in my core that if we can use this concept and build some boundaries, it will help us avoid burnout, serve our clients and our families well, and reduce the stress and adrenaline that runs through our blood during these times. When we cannot work hard and live well, burnout will happen and quicker than you might think. Our clients and family and friends, they're going to feel the pressure. And that's where miscommunication, stress-induced arguments, and connections get lost. And when we do not work hard and we do not live well, stress is the only other place we can lead towards. Are you hearing me loud and clear? Are you feeling some of these things? Are some of what I'm just now talking about a reality in your life? Are you someone who's been in the events industry for a minute or two? And there might be some friendships that have been lost in connection because we haven't done this uh, concept of working hard and living well as also. Are you having stress-induced arguments with your loved ones or other friends or perhaps other employees at your workplace? And are you feeling like you are leading towards stress? Because like I said, when we do not work hard, We do not live well. Stress is the only other place we can lean towards. Us as human beings, we are meant to work hard towards something. We are goal-driven people, no matter what your personality type might be. You can be a creative soul and thrive on finding beauty. And while your goal might be more like dream projects or clients you want to work with, you still have a goal in mind that requires hard work to get there in a different way than when someone that thrives in a sales or an entrepreneurship route and has goals that might be a number or a status related. Each hard work that produces results and goals accomplished, they might look different from person to person. Regardless though, if you are working hard all the time and do not create these boundaries to also live well in the midst, then those things of stress and burnout will be further 
out of reach and out of touch. So let's get into a few ways that we can work hard and live well in a season of last minute events. Number one is I want you to set up boundaries and have chats with those near you in communicating what those boundaries are. If a boundary of work is working specific hours and committing to be unplugged from work for at least a portion of the day, then you need to communicate that if that's what brings you joy and helps you work hard and live well. For example, let's say that you're committed to working 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. and you know that you need a reset outside the office for lunch. And then you're going to work from about 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock. But then you're a mom and you've got kids to pick up from school. Then you plan to finish up any tasks after bedtime because you want to be intentional with that time with your kids and your family. And you're going to work from maybe 8 to 10. If that's your reality, you need to communicate it. Because not only are the people on your team or the people in your family going to notice these things, but you need to communicate it beforehand, all right? Another example is if you know that you're working from 9 to 5 at the office and you know it can be taxing or stressful and adrenaline-induced, and when you get home, you know that you need a reset. Maybe that's taking a shower or a bath. Maybe it's going for a walk or a gym workout or whatever it is that you need. You need to communicate that especially to your family who is around you so that they know what to expect from you. And it's as simple as a conversation that looks like, hey, I am in a season of a really, really busy time. It is really stressful at the office. And so it might take me a little longer to unplug from that stress to not take it out on my family. And so I need 30 minutes or maybe you need an hour or maybe it's even 15 minutes. Communicate that to them and tell them as soon as I get home, I just need this amount of time just to reset and get my heart ready for the evening time or the morning time, or whatever time that looks like for you. Another example is if you need a quiet space to focus and get a lot of tasks done at work, but perhaps you work in an office that's more community-oriented, you need to communicate that you will be working from home, or maybe in a separate meeting space, or maybe you're going to work from a coffee shop for a portion of the day. You need to communicate that as well. Boundaries are great. Please let me tell you, boundaries are really great, but communicating your boundaries is even greater. If we set up these boundaries and don't tell anyone, it's easy to assume that you might be upset, that you might be mad, that you might be stressed, that you might be an emotion that doesn't actually associate with what you're feeling. And so we have to communicate our boundaries, over communicate versus under communicate. All right. All right, let's move on to number two of how to really work hard, and live well during a busy season. I'm going to encourage you to use a list or a task place to list out your priority tasks you have for a day. I'd recommend anywhere from just three to five priority tasks. These are the things that are needle movers. These are the things that are super important to have done before the end of your day. Sure, there's going to be more than just three to five tasks you're going to get done in a day. However, these priority tasks are the things that have to be done before you end and leave for the day. I use just a simple pen and notebook for my daily tasks, but some will make a calendar time block for their tasks. Some will use Asana, which is a task management system, and some will just have it in their slacks or notes on their phone. Do what helps you. There are so many different types of ways that we can do this practice of having these priority tasks 
But if it doesn't work for you, then do what works for you. I don't want to be the one that says you have to get this specific journal to outline your priority tasks. No. If you have a way that works for you and you know you're going to actually do this practice of having these priority tasks, then I'm going to encourage you to do that. If you would like some helpful resources, I uh, listened to a podcast by a guy named Andy Frizzell, and he has this product called The Power List. It's really helpful to keep our mindset right and really outline these power task things. There's also um, planners that have priority tasks that are built into the daily kind of sheets that are within the planners. There's so many different ones. Erin Condren is a brand that I really love. Um, So there's so many different ways to do this. And so if you know a certain way works for you, if you know that pen and paper is not going to work for you, don't do pen and paper. If you know Asana task management isn't something that's going to be helpful for you, it's going to be more overwhelming for you, don't use Asana for these things. Use what works best for you. But if your priority tasks has someone else that might be associated with it, meaning if you do this, then it um, applies another task for someone else on your team, just make sure you have a way of communicating when you're done with that tasks or when you need help in achieving some of those tasks, okay? And number three is to find joy. I've talked a little bit about it here and there on the podcast about what a joy list is and how to create that. And here's your reminder to go back to your joy list. For those of you that have not heard what a joy list is, it's simply a list of 10 things that bring you joy. Some things are on that list are free that you can do that cost uh, no money. And then there are some things on your joy list that might cost you a little bit money or a lot of bit of money. In a season of insane busyness, along with the last minute events that can cause this stress and adrenaline, we need a way back to come back to our center and realign. And a joy list is one that I really love coming back to to realign. Some of the things that are on my joy list are driving with my windows down, listening to a fun song that I'm in the mood for. Sometimes that's Beyonce, sometimes it's Queen, and sometimes it's Garth Brooks. But that is something that's on my joy list that costs me nothing. It just costs me some joy. There's also things on my joy list like taking a hot bath with some Epsom salt and a fancy little bubble thing. There's also things on my list like going for a really nice massage. That's not free. It costs some money, but that's on my joy list. I also really love getting an acai bowl from my favorite place called Nectar in the DFW area. That's on my joy list. It's kind of expensive for an acai bowl, meaning it's like $13 or $14. And so it's not something that I get every day, but every once in a while when I want to feel a little joy, that's something that brings me joy. And so come up with a list of 10 things that are unique to you that are easy for you to accomplish, or it might take a little timing to accomplish those things, i.e. a massage. Usually you have to schedule those. And so come up with this list that's easy for you to come up with. It's going to be easier to pick off of a list of things that bring you joy or remind you of what brings you joy than it is you thinking in the moment of adrenaline and stress, oh my gosh, what do I need to do to uh, find some joy right now? If you just have a list, you can just even blindly pick one thing on that list and say, okay, this is the thing that's going to bring me joy. So think about this when you are in a good heart and you're in a good mindset so that you can 
come back to this when you need to. I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story from last week when you're listening to this. Um, It might have been a couple months ago, but uh, one of the last weeks of September in 2022 for our team was a very busy week. It felt like everyone wanted to host their event that week, and we did lots of business during that week. We had back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back deliveries and retrievals. We had on-site things, some of the events we attended. I mean, it was, if you looked at it from a bird's eye view, you would say it's, it looked a little bit like chaos. But there is some really great logistics and really great rhythm within the chaos that we were able to build. So last week was insanely busy. It was very stressful. Uh, we had some team members that were out not feeling good, and so some team members had to step in and uh, take on not only their role, but someone else's role in, in a moment. Um, myself, as the leader of this team, I had to jump into a few different people's roles because we were just so slammed busy. And so in those seasons of really, really busy, really, really stressful, lots of adrenaline, it's good to find these joy list things to bring you joy again. And so what did I do on the way home on Thursday after a very stressful, long day? I literally, one, because in Texas it got a little nicer weather out. One, I went home and when I was not on the highway because my hair was going to go crazy, I rolled down my windows and I played some Beyonce because that's what I needed to set my mood right for the evening. And then after dinner, after uh, getting something for dinner with me and my son and my boyfriend and his son, my boyfriend was able to tell that I needed a little space, a little break from the stress. And he was like, hey, I'm going to take the boys inside. And why don't you go do whatever you need to do? Go for a drive or go do something alone. You need a break. You need a reset. And so that was incredible to be able to do by myself, not having to think about work, not having to think about kids, not having to think about really anything at all. And so find some places where you can have some joy. It's another busy day at the office, but these little moments of joy that I can find in the midst of the chaos is really important and will help you get back to that recenter and realignment of working hard yet living well is also. All right, I hope this episode was encouraging for you to get through this busy season of last minute events and how you can also get through not just surviving a very busy season but hopefully thriving on the other side because you were able to work hard and live well. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. We drop an episode every Wednesday at 5 a.m. on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you are really loving this episode, I'd love to encourage you to go to Apple and write a review. We absolutely love seeing reviews and then also helping craft new episodes around what you guys are liking. But if you don't tell us what you like and what you don't like, it's hard for us to craft those. So if you like this episode, if you have some things that you want to hear more of, send us a DM on Instagram and write us a review on Apple Podcasts, okay? Also, if you know another person that's going through a really busy time in their life and in their business, would you share this episode with them? Think of three people right now in your life or in your circle of friends or other vendors or event business companies and send this to them. 
because you never know what's going to make an impact and who needs to hear these reminders. So help me share the show and spread this work hard, live well in the midst of a busy season with others as well. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.